Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for the replay from this past Sunday night's live call-in show recorded on January 15th, 2023. This is our first live call-in show for the year because, of course, New Year's holiday and Marathon Weekend happened for the first two Sunday nights of 2023. During this show, we uh, hit some news at the top of the show, including the, re or the reopening, the opening of the Tron Coaster coming our way on April 4th and when the AP and DVC previews might happen for that. We talk about park hopping and changes over there, parking, free parking, and we're not talking Monopoly coming back. We talk about some uh, additions to Genie Plus to maybe entice you to buy that each and every day of your vacation. And also we get lots and lots of calls during the hour, most of them our reflections on marathon weekend this time last weekend talking about the the highs and the uh the victories the triumphs the personal victories that running these races at Walt Disney World brings and and the just the great memories and I just love sharing these here on the show so I hope you enjoyed today's show and more importantly I hope you are inspired because I sure was during the podcast. Don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out today over at the magic Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, it's be our guest slash Amazon and a sincere thank you to the patrons of the be our guest podcast. You make all of this possible. We couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage well hey 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 everybody welcome to the bogp open line for sunday night january 15th 2023 i'm your host mike rallman from be our guest podcast.com and of course one of the senior agents over at the magic for less travel and i'm flying solo tonight scotty g has taken this extended weekend to uh head out on a staycation with his wife and daughter because uh he was missing emily he was down at marathon weekend without his daughter uh, last weekend and i know he wanted to catch up and uh, have some family time which i totally get so he is down on the shores of Lake Michigan, as I can see on Find My Friends. I see that he's having a great time. So you can check him out on Instagram. Great pictures there. Great sunrise shot this morning. So check that out. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. But uh, it's going to be just you and me tonight. And we have some stories to talk about. we got a lot of stuff. You could call in, definitely, and share uh, a, a brief trip report from Marathon Weekend. If you were down last weekend, a couple of, you know, about 10 days ago at this point, to talk about your 5K, 10K, half or full marathon experience. You can give your thoughts on the expo, maybe a great dining experience you had at Walt Disney World over the weekend. How was your hotel stay? How was the transportation? Lots to talk about there. Uh, just kind of adjacent to that, we found out that Disneyland is going to uh, have their first race in, in about five years. Uh, next year in 2024, but it's going to be the weekend after marathon weekend so we find out that we can register for that right around valentine's day so here in about eh, about a month from now we'll have the registration which i personally think is going to be basically like winning the uh that with that what was that the big lottery last last week that you know the like billion dollars it's going to be near impossible somebody's got to get in but it's going to be a, a crapshoot i think because so many people are going to want to get in that and the field will be smaller but we'll see i'm optimistic for everybody let's see how it goes my hope is <laughs> 
And I didn't do great in the Dopey Challenge this year, but I'm hoping to do better. And I'm going to learn. I'm going to train better next year. I overtrained this year. Totally dropped the ball on my training. It was messed up. I'm going to do better next year. But my hope is I can get in both the Dopey Challenge and the races on out of Disneyland. And yes, go from the East Coast, drop, drop into the Midwest here in St. Louis for a couple days, do some work, and then head out to Anaheim and get my coast to coast all in about, you know, eight or nine days. That's my hope. We'll see how that happens. I don't know if you're thinking about that. If you're a runner, that'd be pretty excellent. Be very expensive, but that, that would wipe out. I would not do Princess. I would not do Spring Surprise. That would be my run Disney uh, budget for the year. That would be it. That would be my, uh, my wine and dine. That would be everything. I would just do Dopey in Disneyland and, and call it a day. Probably. That's what I'm guessing. So we'll see how that goes. I wonder what your plans are, what you thought when you heard the news. And of course, speaking of the news, let me just hit some of the stories that we know about and hear what you're most excited about as we open up the phone lines here in about five minutes. That phone number again is going to be 407 407- 413-9395. See what happens when I don't do the show for three weeks? I forget the phone number. 407-413-WDW5 is what it looks like on your pad, but it's 9395. Well, we finally found out when Tron is going to open. The Tron coaster right behind Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom will open on 4-4-23, April 4th of 23. So you are going to get to experience Tron, which we expect that the AP and DVC uh, previews uh, will happen a little bit before that. And of course, media events will probably happen prior to those AP and DVC media or, uh, previews. So I would expect that we'll start to see people riding this attraction. If I had to guess, probably in early March, if I had to, if I had to take a stab at it. So, uh, you know, we're probably about mm, less than 60 days away from guests, you know, some sort of either bloggers, podcasters, media people, DVC, AP holders, stuff like that, riding the, the, uh, the coaster and then, you know, getting to see stuff on social media. And then of course on four, four, everybody gets to ride this amazingly fast coaster. So where do you fall on that? Are you going to go down and make a special trip to ride Tron? There's some other stuff happening right around this time. So let's talk about that. How about this? Happily Ever After returns to the Magic Kingdom on April 3rd. So the night before Tron, Happily Ever After. Yes, that song. Hopefully you'll be back with the uh, the fireworks. And of course, it's going to be reworked and reimagined. But hopefully at its heart, we have that show that so many people know and love. Um, it took me a while to really fall in love with this show. I was a big Wishes fan, but I do love Happily Ever After. And I'll be glad to see this come back. And uh, it's going to be like an old friend coming back, right? So Enchantment will end, Happily Ever After will return, and the crowds will go wild. I mean, when when this news started dropping, it was like an avalanche of news. Because we also found out (laughs) at the same time that Harmonious over at Epcot is going to end on April 2nd. So a day before that will be the final performance of Harmonious. Now... I've kind of, you know, and I always say on the podcast, different strokes for different folks. And that is totally fine. I don't have to like everything. I shouldn't like everything because there should be a wide variety of, of experiences at Walt Disney World. It's a huge place. The experiences should lend themselves to different kinds of people, people's uh, desires and what they like. 
I'm not a movies person per se. Harmonious leans heavily into the movies. That's why I didn't connect with it. Illuminations did not go into any IP. It just felt like, uh, it felt like a fireworks show that was perfect for a, a park that celebrated world harmony. You know, the whole score of it, the, 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 the globe that came out in the middle, you know, it wasn't an exciting part of the show, but there was the globe and the fireworks came out of the globe in the middle and just some of the narration. It felt like it was made for Epcot and it was made to be celebrated within 11 countries surrounding it. Perfect. Harmonious was made for movie people, I think. And I know a lot of movie people like it. Scott is a huge fan of Harmonious. We've had this discussion many times. Um, but he sees all the movies as soon as they come out. He watches them on Disney+. Plus. I do not. I, I can't tell you the last Disney movie I saw. I, a Star Wars movie, probably. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is probably the last Disney movie I've seen. So I don't connect with the, you know, something like Harmonious as much. Now, Epcot Forever is going to replace it. That gets me because I love theme park music. That's my jam. But I know that's not everybody's, you know, bailiwick or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. That's a temporary show. We'll see what they bring out next. But the good news for me is that they're going to take away the barges. So the big taco barges out in the middle of World Showcase Lagoon, they're out of here, which I'm glad because I think Disney tried to do a good job with those. They tried to make them as attractive as they could, but they're huge. They're large. And World Showcase is a beautifully, uh, it's just amazing looking. When you look across World Showcase and see all the pavilions, no matter where you are, if you're in Canada looking over to Mexico and China and Norway, it's gorgeous. Or if you're in Mexico and you're looking across to the UK or Morocco, it's beautiful. But the obstructions of those barges were a problem. So I'm glad that, you know, it, it, I, I don't know. I'm just glad that this is happening. And continuing on with some of the good news we got, self-parking at the resorts is now is now complimentary with your resort stay. It's not free. I mean, it's included in the price of your hotel, which it always was for years, for decades before about three or four years ago, they all of a sudden started charging to park. Uh, didn't cost Disney anything extra for those cars to sit in those parking spaces that it did 10 years ago. This was absolutely the right move by Disney. Um, you know, it just killed me that you had to pay that much money to have your car to sit in the lot. This is a goodwill gesture by Disney, so I'm glad to see that. Also, if you're an annual pass holder like myself, you won't have to make any theme park reservations if you just want to go to the park after 2 p.m. So, you know, if you just want to hop in the afternoon or go in the evening, you don't have to worry about theme park reservations. You can just go wherever you want. I like that move. Also, how about this? Attraction photos. So the on-ride photos, not everything, but the on-ride photos will now be included with Genie+. Plus. So I wonder about this. Does that mean... Disney's not selling as many Genie Plus subscription or, you know, uh, sales every day as they were expecting. So they have to kind of sweeten the deal a little bit to get you to buy into that. Does that change your, you know, your, your thoughts on buying Genie Plus for the day? If you get your on-ride photos, is that something you're going to do? Out of Disneyland, we're getting a new Tiana restaurant, Tiana's uh, Place restaurant. Also, park hopping is going to start at 11 a.m. instead of 1 p.m. at Disneyland, which I think makes a ton of sense because those two parks are so easy to hop between. And uh, that's about, I mean, how about that? That's, that's a ton of news. So how about this? Let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about what you want to talk about because we have about 45 to 50 minutes. And I want to talk to you. We haven't talked for three weeks. So let's do this. Let's open up the phone lines. Let's turn the show over to you. This is your show. The Sunday night live call-in show is always going to be about you guys. 
the listeners. This is once a week where we get to have our conversation. And, uh, you know, you listen to us throughout the week, but this is where I get to hear from you, and this is the best part. All right, we have our first caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. This is uh, Todd Worrell from Washington State. Hey, Todd. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. How are you doing tonight? Good, good. Hey, I don't know if you remember, I ran into you at Geyser Point uh, last Saturday (laughs) when I went and kind of hunted you down. (laughs) Yes, and let me just tell you, last Saturday night, I was very nervous because I knew it was going to be an ugly Sunday for me running from the the race Saturday morning. So I was in a... uh, I was in a weird mood Saturday night at Geyser Point. I was trying to find some pasta. Couldn't find pasta, but it was great to meet you. It was great, and uh, hope you had a good meal and uh, had a great weekend down at Walt Disney World. Yeah, it was awesome. It's funny you mention that because on Sunday, so I uh, was listening to the uh, the music that they provided, like the playlist, Disney playlist. So I'm listening to it, and we're down that long stretch at Animal Kingdom for the marathon, and when I'm listening to the Be Our Guest podcast, I look over to my right, and I see you. And that was the time where I, I could tell your knee was bothering you. And I, I was so excited. You know, I look over, I'm like, oh, I bet he'd love to hear about me listening. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother him. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't leave him it. alone. Oh. Hey, I, I God you bless finish. you. God bless you for that because, okay, I run, there's, there's a couple things I run alone on purpose because one, I I don't have the energy to like to carry on a conversation when I'm running. Like I can't one, it takes too much mental, mental, uh, you know, capacity to carry on a conversation. Running's hard enough. And also talking takes too much wind out of me, but yeah, you're exactly right. I was not having a good time at that stretch that, uh, from the animal kingdom on, it was just, it was a terrible terribly long, long haul back into Epcot. But yeah, I would have loved it, but I was, yeah, I was just trying to put one step in front of the other, but I appreciate it now a week later. I can absolutely appreciate that. So how was your run though? I mean, you did the 26.2. How was your, your marathon experience? Well, I appreciate you asking. It actually went really well. The first day I was just like Scotty G the the Thursday, boy, it was humid. And so Mm -hmm. it was like, Oh my gosh, I hope it doesn't stay like this. But I, uh, I've been training since September. I went down around with my son, who started a week and a half ago. <laughs> oh, man. That's Scotty. That's so Scotty. a week and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. He's 20 years old. A week and a half ago, I hear him down the treadmill down in our basement. I'm like, is he really starting to train? <laughs> he's like, well, I got to <laughs> And he train, did fine. You know? you know? it, it, that's the problem, right? 20-year-olds can get away with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, the reason I was calling is uh, a few weeks ago, you mentioned the big bamboo. And it's funny because I actually, I did the college program in 1990, 91. And actually what's funny is the reason I was down at Geyser Point, I was with, one thing about the college program is a lot of times you meet people that you stick with for the rest of your life. You know, I've got friends down 1990, 1991. I still got probably 12, 13 good friends that I still keep in touch with from the college program. But we used to go to the Big Bamboo. And uh, back then, though, it was pretty shady. I mean, it was a nasty. Uh, I, it's funny because I remember, I really remember how nasty the bathrooms were. <laughs> they were horrendous. So they must have fixed it up. Well, no, it was, it was super uh, because, shady when uh, I went to, it was, it was kind of gross, but okay. I'm so glad you called because <laughs> Scott asked me this while we were down there. Okay. We, we were just hanging out one night and he said, you know, you mentioned that big bamboo place on the podcast. He's like, 
did anybody email or like hit you up on Twitter or Facebook? He's like, did you hear like from, cause I mean, we have thousands and thousands of listeners. He's like, somebody had to have at least told you that place existed. Right. And I said, Scott, not a person like hit me up. Like, I think that place was a fever dream. Like, I know I went there. Like, I swear it was, I, I, yeah. and, and I said, there was like a paragraph on Wikipedia. That's all I could find. I was like, but I, it was the weirdest. I said, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was like a little hut and it's it was so mall. shady. <laughs> yeah. It was in my strip mall. I was like, it was the weird, but I remember like, oh. well, I went with a couple of friends. They were cast, they were seasonal cast members. And they're like, you, I'm telling you, you, they said, you got to check. We, I, I have to, they said, I'm bringing you here. Cause you got to see this place. And then, you know, it was gone yeah. after a hurricane or something. It was the wildest, crazy. But I mean, when you look back on it, I was like, did that really happen? Because it was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, not to go into too much details. On Sunday, so they, the Howard Johnsons, the Hojo down there, used to have, uh, they had a place called the Giraffe. And it was uh, like a bar there in Howard Johnson. Sunday night, it was $10 all you can drink. <laughs> Wow, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to say. I, I won't even go further with that. But oh, yeah, man. but uh, we stayed, we were down at Vista Way and we lived down there. And uh, it was nice back then. Apparently, a few years before that, they lived in like, I guess, single wides for the college program. Uh-huh. So Vista Way was definitely a step up. And now they're really nice. Uh, look really good. Yeah, that the, the Vista Ways were all the people I that I knew. That's where they all stayed. Yeah, you know, I did. I never visited over there, but all the stories, you know, came from Vista Way that I always heard. So that was uh that was where they yeah. they they stayed too. So yeah, I, that's that is one of my biggest regrets is not knowing about the college program when I was that age, right? When I was in college, because that would have been my thing. Um, later on in life, I taught at Space Camp for a couple summers, where I go down in May to Huntsville. And I would stay in a college dorm through August and teach teachers all, you know, get a new group of teachers to teach each week. And I loved it, like, because, you know, you were playing a role, but you were also an instructor. Um, but, it, you know, it was, it, it was as close to Disney as I could get. Like, you know, you went to you went to work every day in a flight suit. You know, you did a simulated space shuttle mission, but you had to train the trainees. It was amazing. Like, I would have loved to, to have done something like on the backside of Disney like that. It would have been so cool. Yeah, and then getting to meet people from all over the U.S., mm-hmm. and then you lived with people from all around the country. And so I lived with uh, somebody from U.K., Hong Kong, um, let's see, Japan. Um, gosh, it, it was cool. It was really neat. And Germany, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a fun time. And then, like I said, just keeping in touch with people from all over the U.S., it's yeah, it was definitely an experience, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, Maggie in the chat, she she did college program. She says she has Vistaway stories, which we will not. Uh, those will stay. It's like Fight Club. We will <laughs> no. not talk about Vistaway stories on this podcast. You, uh, those are for DMs or whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I know I, I wasn't like a, I was a college program person, but I know better. I'm not even. No, we're not going there. You know, that, that's we're leaving it there. <laughs> Well, you got Mike in the Midwest. Might as well yeah, Mike I'm not night. even going there. No, no. Mike in the Midwest is Missouri. Nope, it's not even. Nope, not going along I-4. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I appreciate it. So that, real quick, though, what was the highlight of the weekend for you? Besides, do you have any uh, highlight like from the race or just from, you know, anything else, a good meal, something with your son? Give us a highlight before. Because I got a ton of people calling in, but I'd love okay. to hear it. Yeah, one quick highlight is is really 
going around that corner at Magic Kingdom and going down Main Street and seeing all those people supporting the runners. Right. It was, uh, so the first, you know, the half marathon, it was quite a shock. The marathon, I, I just, and I'm not usually an emotional person, but I, I definitely broke down. It was so overwhelming to see that much support in on Main Street of all places. And then to be able to run through that castle, I mean, it was incredible. And just going with my son, you know, being able to run next to him, um, it was definitely a, a special experience. And I said, I will never do it. And then day three and four, it's after the race, I'm like, hmm, you know, <laughs> that wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah, each day that I get further away from it, I'm starting to forget how bad last Sunday was. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh, that wasn't that bad. You know, if you'd asked me like, you know, a week ago right now, it'd have been like, oh my God, I'm never doing another. Because <laughs> uh, we talked about this. I told Scott, I'm never doing another full marathon again in my life, but I probably will. Well, I mean, because I've done nine, right? I've done nine and I turned 50 this year. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like it's begging to do 10, my 10th marathon and, you know, the year I turned 50, I think. We'll see. Well, you're you're definitely an inspiration because... <laughs> I mean, you're, you basically were doing a half marathon a day on your treadmill, and that's crazy, Mike. I mean, I'm 53, and, I mean, just to get six every other day for me is an achievement. So congrats to you, and you're like I said, you're an inspiration to us. So I'm not going to waste your time uh, anymore. I'll, I'll let you go, but I really appreciate speaking with you and wow. look forward to seeing you in the future. Never a waste of time. I love talking to friends, and you you made my night. So thank you so much, and just love being teammates, right? We're all in this together, and uh, – I just always want to pull my weight and I'm glad to be on the team with you and can't wait to we'll, we'll run again next year. And next year I'm going to be smiling and you can coming out of animal <laughs> kingdom. You can come talk to me anytime you want. And I'll be in a better, I will not be so, <laughs> I promise I'm going to be in better shape. So, Hey, you guys take care out in Washington and don't be a stranger. Give me a holler. All right. Thanks. All right. Friend. Take care. Have a good week. Later. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to the next call. That's great. How about running with your kid is the best thing ever. I ran with Paige one year to do the dopey. We're almost talking to each other again, too. It's amazing. All right, next call. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, this is Ian, your plane buddy from Pittsburgh. What is going on? You are a Disney celebrity on the line out in Pittsburgh. How's How's the family? How's everything going out that way? We are good, and we loved hearing your marathon recap. We all listened to it. And uh, it's just, it's great to be back. I completely identify with everything you're saying. I, when I was running, coming out of Animal Kingdom, I was hurting. It was my first marathon. And then now I'm considering doing dopey. So a week later, my blisters have kind of healed. My legs have healed. So you guys are an inspiration for sure. So, so last Sunday night, you'd have been like, nah, I don't want to do dopey. I don't want nothing to do with this. Oh, like, for sure. Okay, for totally. Sure. Okay, good. See, I was the only one. I'm like... <laughs> Full marathons are stupid. <laughs> Full marathons are and so stupid. And I have to say, stupid. I love seeing you in the, uh, you know, before I headed headed to the corral. And um, your pro tip was, you know, because you always talk about the chocolates going up the the hill yeah. at um, Hollywood Studios. The and you said, you know, pro tip: don't take the the Powerade afterwards. Right. So I was going up that hill, and I have to be honest, I was so tired, I couldn't even <laughs> go up to the lady. And get the Dove chocolates, and un- I, I, the the energy just unwrap them. <laughs> like I was just an energy conservation mode, but I had to laugh. I I thought about the Powerade and everything you said, and um, it, it was tough. It was a lot tougher than I thought. But 
I think the best moment for me was uh, going through World Showcase at the end and seeing everybody cheering, and I got pretty emotional. So it, That's the thing. If you don't get emotional during a marathon, because one thing, I mean, let's, let's face it, right? I mean, I don't care how good a shape you're in, and I know some people... I saw the, the female runner who apparently was like recovering from a, uh, a back injury. I was reading on the, the, you know, on the social media from run Disney, she ran it in three hours flat. Okay. So that's amazing. That, that's ridiculous. Like, okay, slow down, yeah. you know, like enjoy the run. Yeah. Like you're going so fast. Like I can't imagine, but three hours flat and recovering from a back injury, which I was like, are you going to throw that yeah. in there? Really? She's recovering. She could have gone faster, but if you don't get emotional during this, because your body yeah. is physically just spending more energy yes. than, than it's ever meant to spend. And you, you see such inspirational things, uh, the signs. I mean, cause I don't know. Cause I was going yes, so slow. Like definitely. I read every sign and I heard all this, I, I, you know, my, I had my AirPods on and off and you know, you, the thing is like, it's great to see friends on the course, you know, and, and I consider a lot of my friends family and I love hearing them and seeing them. But you know, what gets me the, a lot, Ian, is that sometimes like a stranger will just say, because your name's on your bib, you know, Mike, you yes. hang in there, hang right. in there. You, you got another mile in you, you know, and it's like, this person is standing here. They've been standing here probably for three hours. They don't know me from anybody yet. They're trying to get me right. to the finish. How cool is that? You know, and the sign that for always sure. gets me like, like, I believe in you total stranger or something like that. I almost cry every time. I well, see that. <laughs> you know, I was dressed as Rapunzel. And so I heard a lot of, you know, you can do this Rapunzel, but um, I, my running buddy, her name's Julie and she listens. She's a, a loyal listener. She loves you guys. And she's like, Ian, you've got to get some lizard stuff, you know, next year <laughs> when you run. So I'm definitely going to do some lizard stuff. Um, cause I know it's such a great community and, um, you know, I met a couple lizards out there just, you know, when I was running and, uh, you know, it helped me get through it. When I was, it was literally 4.45 in the morning, and I called my husband. I was in, the, in Corral A, and I knew I was going to start in 15 minutes, and I called my husband. I said, you have to pick me up because I can't do this. I wasn't feeling great. Um, I just I didn't think I could do it. And um, just being out there and seeing the other, other runners and the other lizards and the, and the people out there cheering, it got me through. Let me ask you it this. It wasn't so the way I wanted to finish, but, but I did it. It, it, first of all, let me just say congratulations, marathoner, because you have that for the rest of your life. How, doesn't yeah, that feel exactly. awesome? I mean, it, yeah. to me, I mean, because, you know, I, I didn't start running until I, I was 40, you know, because I hated right. running as a, Same. and I Same. was an athlete, yeah. like I was a speed skater. And I'm 50. And, and, so yeah. yes, I had a goal of doing a marathon by the time I was 50. So exactly. I started running in my early 40s. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is I, I think it's good to show our kids, you know, that we can do hard yes. things as parents. You know, that's one of the things I want to show my two girls is that, you know, this, this is not easy, you know, like, That's you know, right. like That's Alan, right. uh, Alan, who's, you know, Alan Young, who's run every Alan Disney is marathon. Amazing. Every I saw Disney he's marathon. in the chat and yeah. I, you know, like you and Scotty are an inspiration and Alan, I just, he is such an inspiration too. That's amazing to me. It is. But you know, he's, he was telling me like, how tall are you? You know, it's not, it's hard to push <laughs> around a six, three body, you know, and it's, you know, we, we have all different kinds of body sizes. And somehow right. we typically get to the finish line in these races because yeah. we push each other. But it's it's cool seeing that, you know, we're not all 20 somethings that are, you know, D1 right. college athletes. You know, it's just That's one right. foot in front of the other and trying to get it. Yeah, done. I, I love that. I'm pretty old. But, you know, I, I went to Epcot afterwards and, you know, we had a reservation at Viennapoli. I, I, I did a question, you know, to you and Scotty. Good spot. and. 
you know, you guys were like, yes, definitely carb, you know, get your carbs at Viennapoli afterwards. So I was in Epcot and I talked to a guy, he was 65 and he's just a bunch of dopies. And just talking to people like this, it just, I was like, you know what? I looked at my husband, I said, I should do doping. He's like, you should, you should, you should do it. So just at least once. But it's, it's so amazing to see people, like you said, of all ages, all body types that can do this stuff. It is. It's, it, it is, it, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And just one other thing I want to ask you, because you were there and you were getting kind of nervous in the corral. You mentioned this. Yep, for sure. How, how awesome are the announcers, you know, um, Riley and John Pelkey yes. and Carissa, you know, and, and the whole crew up there, you know, I, I think they're an, un, they're kind of unsung heroes as far as, cause you know, I go to a lot of the races. So I talk to them sometimes on social yeah. media, but they do such a tremendous job of not only inspiring you to get you, you know, get really fired up for the race, but to calm your nerves and to also share stories that make you realize, wow, this is going to be hard for me, but there's other people in this field that are overcoming obstacles that are a hundred times harder than what I'm going to face here in the next 10 minutes. Oh, definitely. Well, you know, I usually, this is my first marathon weekend and I did it because listening to you guys, but I usually go out for princess. So I did princess, you know, weekend, I don't know, six times. And so I wasn't really ever nervous during princess, but I was so nervous this weekend that I didn't even, I tuned out the announcers because I was so nervous. So I loved hearing the marathon recap that you did because I just listened to it again the second time today because I just was zoned out and I didn't like hear any of that stuff. But now that you mentioned it, there was one guy and I was um, passing him back and forth. He'd pass me and I'd pass him. And he was pushing his adult daughter in a wheelchair and I, I told him and the daughter that they were my inspiration. Like right. what he was doing was so much harder with them what I was doing. So um, that, that was amazing to me. So when you're out there and, and you're just trying to get through it, people like that are, are amazing to see what they can do. For, for me, it was, I was running um, kind of back and forth with a, with a wheelchair athlete named Heather in, uh, in her, her um, wheelchair had a, like a hockey goal on the back of it. You know, it was kind of decorated with a hockey goal and it had her name on the back. It said Heather on the crossbar. And there were some, you know, there were a couple, you don't think about hills, but there were a couple hills that you had to kind of plow up. And, there uh, are, right. You know, it was, it's hard enough when you're walking or running and I was doing right. both. But I mean, when you're pushing a wheelchair up a hill, cause you might think, oh, a wheelchair, well, at least you can roll. Well, not when you're going up a hill. That was incredibly hard. <laughs> but the thing was, nobody right. was helping her because that was her challenge, right? That was that was her burden to bear because that's the challenge that she signed up for. But we were giving her right. encouragement up that hill and God, she was determined. And I mean, it just, it just, I mean, it lit my soul to see somebody that was that determined for sure. And it, you know, that's, that's why I'm addicted to these races. You know, like I love seeing the human spirit triumph and that's what you see at these races. It's amazing. It's good for the spirit. You definitely do. You definitely do. And it's what keeps us signing up. And now, um, Oh, I do have a question for you though. Sure. So, I know you and Scotty's not on tonight, but I know you like your statistics. So now that I'm contemplating doing dopey, what do you think the percentage of marathon weekend runners are that do dopey? Well, they said that there were 8,000 dopey registrants. There were 8,000 people doing dopey. That, that was the number wow. I got. So I don't know how many people, Alan might know, but I would guess there were probably about 20,000 doing the full marathon. Probably 8,000. Okay. I know 8,000 do- were doing dopey. That's how many bibs they gave. 
That's a lot. And you know, lot. we stayed at Coronado and my family, I, I had two, I have three sons, but two of them were with us. And my husband, they said, I think everybody here is doing dopey. It feels that and way. So it I does felt like I'm just doing the marathon. So I think I've got to go for it. And, and that's how, because you did it the same way I did it. My first year in 2015, I only, I only ran the full marathon. And I think that's how you should do it because <laughs> you need to savor becoming a marathoner first, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's a big deal. And the thing is, I wanted, I was kind of being selfish. I wanted two of great days in my life. I wanted the day that I became a marathoner. And then I wanted the day that I finished dopey, if I could ever do that too, because if you do them both in the same time, you're kind of, kind of, you know, take it, you're, you're jipping yourself out of an extra day, right? Exactly. Because I mean, you're getting them right. at the same time, like which one's more exciting? I would, I would argue it's the marathon, but you know, because dopey is just a, it, it, it's no sleep for four days. I think if uh-huh. you can do a marathon, you can absolutely what, do dopey. So that's yeah. the toughest part, I think. <laughs> oh, it's no rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Brooke oh, says goodness. she saw that 7,600 people finished Dopey. Yes, yeah, so that's probably about right. Probably 8,000 uh, people were doing it. That's a, You know what? That is really amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's true. Hey, well, I, yeah, I got to tell you this, Congratulations. I got to tell you this. I am super proud of you. I mean, that is to be a marathoner. And, you know, I, I just love that. Folks like us, you know, we're parents and, you know, we, we have full-time jobs and we're trying to keep our house together. We're trying to keep everything else together. You know, we could have done this when we were 20, you know, 18 or 19 or 20 and we had less responsibilities in life. Right. But we're doing this at a time where I think it's very much more important to our kids and our families that they see us doing this. So I'm proud that I'm a marathoner and I'm proud that we're both marathoners together. So congratulations. It is. I'm glad we're in the club together and I'll see you next year at Dovey. (laughs) I love that you said that because I was hoping you were going to say you were going to do it again. So I I, I will definitely be there. As long as long as I could get to the res- registration, Same. I know that's, that's another stressor. That's my thing. Like I hate this. I'm, I'm so like I'm always you know paranoid. Like the whole buying the I did it shirts and all that. Like I'm so bad. Like, <laughs> free, right. You know because you got to buy it. But I, I, I don't touch it. Like I buy it and I leave it in the bag. You know right. like. That, well, uh, my friend even told me that because she had to stay in Pittsburgh and she said. You know what? Get that that finisher jacket and then give it to your husband and have him hang on to it till you finish the marathon. And when I almost didn't think I was going to do it, I was like, "Oh no, he's he's not going to be able to give me the jacket." But I've been wearing the jacket, so. Oh yeah, I've been wearing mine too because <laughs> well earned. I was mad that I didn't get a dopey jacket though because the virtual yeah. the virtual expo thing. I. I I only got group 79 and everything was gone by the time I got in. I couldn't get I was wondering why you were just wearing the marathon jacket. So now I know why. Yeah. I, I, everything know, was gone. I heard that. Yeah. Yes. Everything was rifled through. I mean, nothing. And I do usually only get them. Here's you want to know real quick. Cause there's other people called in. I would get to it, but here's my thing about the jackets. <laughs> and I've done this ever since my first marathon. I usually buy the dopey jacket and the marathon jacket and I wear the dopey one around the house and I'll wear it at Disney, but I don't wear it out in the general public because nobody knows what dopey means, but I'll wear the marathon right. jacket around town because everybody knows what a marathon is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that everybody makes sense. can relate to that. <laughs> that makes sense. But anybody at Disney, when they see you wearing a dopey oh, jacket, yeah. that's out. a big deal. Yeah, that's, that's what I say. Deal. Exactly right. Well, Ian, hey, don't be a stranger. Congratulations, marathoners. So glad Thank you're in you. the club Same and we'll you. see you down there. It's great talking to you, man. I love your excitement and I love your, uh, your positive attitude. Same to you. Thanks, Mike. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.
All righty, let's get to our next call. Love talking to Ian from the Planned Disney panel out in Pittsburgh. Now we're heading out to Pennsylvania as well with Brooke. Brooke, good to talk to you again. How's it going? Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing <laughs> doing better than I was last Sunday night. How are you doing? Oh, that's good. Well, that's why I had a call because I didn't get to see you after I ran my half marathon. Um, well, I mean, actually, I did see you. Animal I saw Kingdom. you running. Yeah. In Animal Kingdom. Suffering like and buffering. I, and I cheered for you, and I yelled for you, and I could see that you were pushing through. So at that point, I was deciding whether I was going to ride Expedition Everest. And I said, you know what? I might not even make it out of this you, theme park at this point. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, like, I, I don't even like that ride on a good day. Well, I'm not getting on that thing. I might not ever get off. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was where I, that's what I was thinking about that time. <laughs> yeah, well, I, so I stood right there at Everest. Um, I just kind of happened to be there. I, I had missed my Animal Kingdom Park pass earlier in the week on the expo day because it was a little crazy there. Um, and so I had to get to Animal Kingdom before I left because I just love that park. So I decided, well, I'll, I'll just forego the Epcot cheering and I'll just steer there. And it ended up being like the best time. And I mean, equal to running my first half marathon was cheering everybody on. I was there for hours and I just had the best time. And I, I was really kind of by myself and like behind me were cast members and they were just like, I think they were in shock that I knew that many people <laughs> and that I was like shouting out all these people's names. They're like, who are you? I'm like, I, this is my first time. I have no idea, but I know them. <laughs> and then the cast members were like, I don't know who lizards are, but go lizards, go lizards. <laughs> yes. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, okay, so I love this though because this was your first experience. Was it, this was your first like total run Disney experience, right? It was, yeah. Okay, so yeah. this is I, good perspective though for folks that are considering maybe you don't have to do marathon weekend your first one. You could you could ease in with like a spring surprise or a princess or a wine and dine, mm -hmm. but you know you went you went deep end, and I like it because marathon weekend to me is the best. I mean, it's you know it's like go big or go home with marathon weekend. It's fun. So like well, a I week actually, later. What, I what thought do you it was actually a great weekend for a first-time okay, blizzard. Because, tell us why. Because because um, Joe Fickett organizes so many wonderful things. True, like, true. You know, I thought he has, like, he had an outline on Facebook for, like, a month about which park we'd go to <laughs> each night true. if you wanted to for, like, different activities. And, and, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll know some people, you know, and I just, I went by myself, my Plans to my family fell through, and I went by myself. And so, marathon weekend is great because there was, I think, a little bit more, um, more activities set up for lizards. Um, and that first night I got there on Tuesday, I met Joe and Julie and Rhonda and Florence and Marletta, and I immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, like there are people here and they're super friendly, and and it was just so nice to like just be able to smile at someone and know that they know you a little bit. Um, it was, it was wonderful <laughs> the past weekend. It, it is so cool because immediately, you know, the folks are out there listening. They might not have, you know, met other listeners of the show, but it's, it's almost a hundred percent, you know, in my experience that when listeners of the show, when I meet listeners of the show, when listeners meet each other, that there's just, so, for some reason, everybody gets along so well, you know, like I know that you, yeah. you, uh, you set up a meal for us at, uh, at Olivia's on Wednesday night. That was the night that mm -hmm. I got there. The night Scotty yeah. got there. And, you know, we sat there and I sat there with two listeners that had on Cubs hats across the table from me and we still <laughs> had a good time. Robert actually ended up flying home with me on my same flight. Uh, he was heading back to Wichita. Oh, really? So he had to funny. connect. But I mean, you know, again, you know, it's like you sit there, you have a good meal. We all have, I think, buttermilk chicken all around. And I mean, God, what a way to start the day. I mean, I had a pub sub and buttermilk chicken within like 12 hours. 
Couldn't be better with great <laughs> friends. It was great. I felt bad you guys retired from your arriving, you know, arrival day. It's an <laughs> early day when you find it in the morning. Plane. It was so fun. So give give us one give us one more highlight though of your experience, whether it was during the half marathon or just something, you know, tangential to the trip yeah. or over the weekend. I guess you know when I signed up for those dinners and realized that there were lizards gathering at different places throughout the week, I just thought, oh, it'd be nice to meet some people and have some meals, but I didn't realize how it would impact my race. And doing my first half marathon, like. A lot of my runs are by myself. I have a running group here that I meet with once a week, but I'm a run walker, and so I don't actually have that many people to run with. Like, I'm usually running behind everyone, and I say hi in the beginning, I say hi in the end. But um, to be able to see people along the course that, you know, I ran with Marlesa, and then we caught up with a bunch of people who were in Kraus and we ran with a group of 12 people. I've never done that in my life, and more than 12. And um and Mandy, Mandy had her interval timer and she was like leading this whole group of lizards. Like I never expected that to be part of it. Like I knew that I would, you know, get to go out to dinner and meet, meet some friends, but I didn't know how it would um, guide me through and encourage me through the actual race. Like that was an unexpected bonus of, of this. I just didn't know. I didn't know that was going to be like that. And, and it made my experience, you know, it just made my race that much better to like go through it with people. Let me and let me ask you this. People, people. Besides so. the lizards, which they, I agree, because I've done many races where I've stayed with a group. Now I tend to run by myself lately because I just, I just don't have the mental capacity to carry on conversations while I'm running. I it's hard enough just for me to run, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I try to run as hard as I can typically. But this this time I tried too hard. Um, as far as just the races themselves, was there something that surprised you about the races, like a character stop or something they did on the course? Like, for example, I was, this was a good surprise. I was so, so, so excited that they brought the, uh, the, the gospel choir to all four races this year, oh, five, yeah. 10, the half and full. Races. That's usually only at the half and the full. I was excited for that. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to even see that at the half. So I was super excited and both times and, they had so much energy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that for hours. I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like awesome. they only sing for you. It's like, oh, they just started because I'm coming around the corner. No, I, I'm six hours yeah, in. No, you know? <laughs> no, I was in the back. I knew they had been there for a while. <laughs> same. So it was it was awesome. <laughs> I think I had the backup singers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was happy. You know, I didn't plan to stop for character stops because I was worried about the balloon ladies and. I did end up getting to stop for Miko, which is um, a raccoon from Pocahontas. And I just like raccoons. So we talked about <laughs> and, that. That's, and uh, I, that's weird. <laughs> just I knew that we, we chase like, him here. I know. <laughs> and I knew that Miko was all the way at mile 12. I don't know how everyone found out where the characters were this year, but I thought that was helpful. I thought Disney should release that so people can plan. Um, I mean, come on, they turned us into planners, Disney, okay. so they should let us okay. plan our races. Here's the thing I was um, thinking. I was thinking about this during the full marathon. Okay. This is another thing, but they should give like a thing before the race. I guess it should be online, right? Like, okay, this, this person, yes. I mean, subject to change. I know things could change, but you know, this is where we yeah, think exactly. everybody's going to be, you know, for the most part. But here's the other thing I think they should do because people like me wouldn't look. Okay. Cause what I see a lot is. You know, like runners, runners will, because if you're up in one of the front corrals, people are cooking, right? When they're going. But then what happens yeah, is exactly. when some of these runners that are really running, like see a character they really like, they'll run, they'll run, 
you know, to where they see the character, they'll jam on the brakes and they'll have to turn around and go back because the line's really long. So they're running exactly. against her. what they need to make is almost like, like road signs, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. next, next exit, you know, uh bell, <laughs> you know, like, so, you know, okay. Yeah. The next character, when you start to see people lining up on the left, that's going to be bell, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just like little road yeah. signs. I, that way people don't have to like, Oh, I didn't know who's going to be there. Oh, it's Bell. I'm going to turn around and go back. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's dangerous. And honestly, honestly, I think more information would help spread runners out in terms of where they decide to stop. Right. And that would just increase everyone's you know, satisfaction with the event because there'd be like, people would, yes, yeah, spread themselves out naturally because everyone's going to like different characters. Um, so it, to me, just would make sense if they did that. Yeah, but When, um, <laughs> when you got six hours, I was I'm thinking about that. We need road signs for the characters. Yeah, Next exactly. exit, Beast. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure other people want to call in and talk and I just want to say that I've thought a lot about it and I have to do it again next year and Absolutely. they're cheering for the marathon and you want to try for a marathon oh, so I'm gonna don't blame me up. but it'll be awesome <laughs> and yeah so I'm gonna try I'm gonna sign up for the marathon next year and um you know because my daughter couldn't come which was unexpected I decided that I'm also going to try to sign up the princess for me and her just to do a 5k together. And then, then that way I could do the 5k with her and then we could enjoy touring the plans, like touring the parks like she's used to and not having to worry about other races. That's a good so plan. Maybe I'll come down on my own for marathon weekend and with her for princess. That's, that's a perfect that's plan. Cause I like, I'm, to, like, yeah, my budget. Dave. Like I'm going out <laughs> for princess here, you know, in a month. And like, I'm so excited for that because it's so, it's so chill after being at marathon weekend. Yeah, it is just, exactly. It's so chill. Like, cause there's no marathon on the end of it. <laughs> That's what I'm excited mm-hmm. about. Like, whoo, yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Yeah, and I get to go down like on February 6th too before that for a work thing. So yeah, I'll be down oh, there quite a bit here in the next forth. little bit. So I'm excited. I get to go to Festival of the Arts. Um, yeah. Get to actually go and not have to get up well, at 2 30. That'll be nice. Yeah. Oh, you're getting to go to Festival of the Arts too. Lucky you. I That's know. Awesome. I didn't think I've I was gonna get to go that. this year. And all of a sudden, Pam, you know, hey, we're having a work thing. I'm like, hey, oh, let's do it. I okay. get to go uh, eat cake. So I'm, I'm in. <laughs> nice. Well, Brooke, you oh, made, my, you made my marathon weekend so much better. It was great meeting you. And we're going to do this, you know, many, many times in the future, I'm sure. So thanks for, uh, for being sure. a lizard and congratulations on the half marathon. Have a good night. And thank you all lizards for making it the most wonderful weekend. All righty. We'll see you at the full 26.2. Yeah. <laughs> right, Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. All right, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. Like I always say, don't blame me when you sign up for a full marathon. Now, here's the thing. it Running your first marathon is life-changing. When you cross the line after 26.2 miles, it literally changes your perspective on, I, I really believe, on everything. Because once you, it, it's one of those things in life that I think, because I taught sixth grade and we read books about people that were marathoners. We, we studied ancient history in, in sixth grade. And we studied about, you know, the, the, the origin of the word marathon, you know, it was 26.2 miles between the two cities and they used to run it back in Rome. And the thing is like, it was, it, you know, it, it's almost like one of those things. It's not a superhuman feat, but it's one of those things that only a select certain part of humanity decides they want to do. They want to give a chance to, to run 26.2 miles in a race. And so once you decide and commit to that, and then you actually make it out to the, to the starting line. And then you commit yourself to the three, four, five, six, seven, eight hour task, which is extremely hard. 
it, it does change your perspective because when you have a hard job at work, you know, you can get through it. You know, something comes up in life. You've, you've been through a hard situation. You can make it. So do a marathon. Just don't blame me when you're at mile 19. Cause now my 19, mile 19 is no fun. Mile 26.2 is awesome. Not 19 or 23. All right. We have our next call. He's joining us. Hello, caller. Hi, Mike. My name is Rich. Hey, Rich. How's it going? Thanks for calling in tonight. I appreciate it. It's doing good from beautiful Davenport, Florida. Ah, you're beating. You're, you're killing me. I'm in, uh, well, it's beautiful Missouri. It's just cold. It's cold down there, though, too, well, though, I heard. It, it is. I'm in ex-Chicagoan, so I know what the cold is. Ah, you get it. Yeah. My daughter's. Uh, <laughs> she's having her first uh, Chicago winter, so, uh, you know, told her. She, she, she's like, well, I love it up here. It was, it, you know, it was July and August. I'm like, you know, talk to me in January. So she's hanging in there. <laughs> well, you know, the good news is we got the second Portillo's opened up, uh, you know, right by animal kingdom now. So the I next trip, oh, man, let I, me know and I'll be there for you. I saw that, you know, you got to get the, uh, the roast beef, you know, my wife gets the roast beef every time, but I get, I get the, the, okay. the dog, the, the, the hot dog. The chili, I don't think it's a chili dog. I think it's just like a hot dog and the uh, the fries with the cheese and then the, the shake yep. with the birthday cake. Oh, Portillo's is so yep. good. Well, anyways, so the reason why I called is I said hi to you last Sunday. Mile marker 20 water stop. The old man from the other side of the water stop. Thank you. And, uh, I and I just want to say to all the people that listen, they always see you happy and smiley and, uh, you know, such a motivator for everyone. But the look on your face at mile 20, I just prayed that you made it. And after I uh, got home and uh, looked at your Instagram and saw you got the medal, I was so happy for you. Oh, man, that means, first of all, thank you for being out there. And when, when there, there's been a couple times like Michelle's in the chat. She's volunteered at the races and she's been at a water station too before. And that's an unexpected thing. When somebody calls your name and, you know, says they, they know the show or they know you at a water station that that means a lot. And you were so late in the race. <laughs> You're exactly right. I was, I was not thinking I was going to make it at that point. I was, I was struggling and I'll be honest, like, you know, over the past few years, I've, I've been lucky, you know, I haven't had a huge struggle with the races. I've been doing pretty well, but this one was a battle. I mean, and it was turned into a mental battle and it was one of those things you had to just really fight through it. And that really did help me. I'll be honest. I didn't know who you were. Like, it's the thing is I was trying to like, do I know who that was? Like, do I know that? Like, do I know that? But I was like, I can't think about that right now. I barely have enough energy to walk. (laughs) I saw that on your face. Oh man! But I appreciate, I just want to tell you. I appreciate you for all, just being there for all of us. Cause I know that's, that's a hard job just being out there and, and doing the water and cleaning up after we're a sloppy mess, all the runners out there at these stops, but God bless you for taking the time to, to make that possible for us to run an event like that. But thank you for the, for the yell. That meant so much. Well, that's quite okay. And just wanted to say uh, thanks for everything you, you do. And we'll probably see you somewhere on the next marathon. You know it, you know it. And give me a yell. And next time I'll be, like I said, I got to make sure I'm in better shape so I can stop, maybe uh, get a picture and, you know, at least a high five or something like that. Cause I'll be a sweaty mess, but we'll make it better next year. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, God bless you. And thank you for being out there. And thanks for being a listener of the show. I appreciate it so much. And uh, Hey, warm up Florida before I get down there on February 6th. I can't have any of this 40 degree stuff. Well, if I'm working out the marathon, I'm going to be sure we're going to put on a, a blaster of heat for you. All righty. Sounds great. Well, you take care of yourself <laughs> and, and don't be a stranger. Now, have an Italian beef for me. 
Very good. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks again for calling. Bye-bye. Yep. All right, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. We have about 10 minutes left in the show, so give us a call if you want to join us and uh, get your thoughts on today's podcast. That's one of the things I just have to say is the volunteers. We could not do these crazy races without the amazing volunteers to put these things on, the volunteers that are running the water stations, the volunteers that are loading us into our corrals, the volunteers at the expo. Yeah, there's volunteers everywhere. And it's, it's amazing because they always have the best spirit about them. You don't see a, you know, a, a sad face on the volunteers. You see them on the runners like me, but the volunteers are always so cheerful and kind. So thank you volunteers for letting us have these, uh, these moments. All right. Uh, next caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike, Marlesa. Marlesa, what's going on? Better than I was last Sunday. So that's uh, that's a good thing. I'm sitting in a chair. I'm glad to hear that. I'm yes. glad to hear that. I mean, I was cheering you on, uh, with uh, Elizabeth and Beth and everyone else and you made it. And I know we were like making sure you walked this week and I've been seeing you walking. So, so that's good. Um, but yeah, just trying to, you know, recover from marathon weekend uh, myself with uh, taking it easy a bit, but getting some miles in, uh, mostly walking up here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm actually going to try for my first marathon in uh, 2024 too. So we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. Look out! The marathon field's going to be full again. It, it, life changing. You're going to love it. It. The thing is, it's it's awesome because of how hard it is, but you can do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like. I don't know how many times I'll end up doing it, but I I want to be able to say I did. I did the marathon. You know, That's I want to be able to have that as an accomplishment. Yep. Uh, because like, like you always say, you know, you get to say that you did it. And similarly, like, I think I'll probably do dopey at some point, but I, I want my first marathon to be a special, you yeah. know, own thing. So I definitely agree with you there. So, uh, so hopefully like, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I've been thinking 2024, the Disneyland races being announced are making me think, uh, do I want to do that instead? And wait a year, do I want to do both? I don't know, because I need to get to Disneyland as well. And, of course, you know, D Disney, you know, makes it complicated in a fun way, though. Like, where and how do you want to spend your money Money to do? Uh, do you want to do both parks? you want to do one? But, so, we'll have some decisions in the coming weeks. But Yeah, I know. This good is, decisions. This could be super. The, well, the maybe next, not for my wallet. The, that's yeah. what I was saying. The next couple of months could be really bad for my wallet. <laughs> like, uh, oh. This this will be my tax refund. <laughs> basically, I'll be Absolutely. using it before it actually comes in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That, uh, that was, so, like, yeah. I, I know it, I saw you a lot during Marathon Weekend, but, like, a quick funny story that I figured you'd appreciate um, at, after you left. This happened, like, Tuesday. And I did already tell Scott about this. But now it, it's so funny how things happen. I, I actually had a minivan driver because um, I, I hadn't done the minivan in a while, but I the line for Magic Kingdom was crazy long, and I only had a few hours left until the airport, so I decided I'll do, do the minivan. And I'm, like, talking and, like, ended up bringing up, like, the lizards and, like, how, you know, run Disney team and all that, and uh, mentioned that, you know, how the lizards stem from the BR Gets podcast. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I know some of the podcasts, like, who – uh, like, 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 like who, who's that podcast again? And I like mentioned like you guys, and he's like, I got the Scott's name, and he was like, wait a minute. And it turns out that this mini guy, minivan driver's name is also Scott Gardner, and that he also apparently has a Disney podcast. So I text Scott about this, and I'm like, uh, did I meet your long lost twin brother? Of <laughs> I didn't know he drove a <laughs> so, minivan. 
<laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, did a double take. I was like, what? Did Scott like completely change his look in 24 hours since I saw him? But I just thought that that was funny. That like, of the odds that there would be someone else with that full name that also is associated with the Disney podcast. He did not mention the podcast. Yeah, I was say, I'll have to check that, that out. Funny. I'll have to make sure. Yeah. Hey, next time he records, I'm going to make sure I do an identif- ID check. I'm going to flash that driver's license, make sure he's from uh, Lansing. <laughs> yes, like, are you the Lansing Scott Gardner or are you the minivan driver Scott Gardner? Exactly. But I thought that was funny. Yeah, that is. That's um, what's the chances. Yeah. And, um, yes, I mean, a lot of the changes coming back, some, you know, a little surprising, some not so much. I'm still holding out hope that there's some form of the Magical Express, some form of it, even if it's paid. I'm not going to let go of that hope, and I would love to buy an annual pass. That's, that's I think, two of the things that I'm holding out for. If I had to guess, I, annual pass sales will come back before Magical Express. I, I... Yeah, I think I that think so. I mean because it's been on surveys. Magical Express could return in a paid form because I mean that's Disney would sell that like nobody's business because Cruise Line has that. Cruise Line has ground transfers, and they're so just they're thirty nine dollars a person per way between the airport and Port Canaveral or Walt Disney World. So seventy eight dollars round trip, and they're super convenient and they're easy. And so I could see yeah. you know Cruise Line can do that in. Why couldn't Walt? I mean, of course, it's on a you know larger scale, but they did it for you know a decade or more. They could bring it back, and I think you know if you put it at a price point that you know it's fair. It doesn't have to be. It can't be super expensive, but it doesn't have to be you know super cheap either. I think if it's fair, people are going to just be like, it's convenient. Let's build it into the package. Yeah. Especially now, if they could go back to where they dealt with the luggage and the luggage just shows up in your room again, do people would pay a premium for that in the air express oh, airport check in? That would be amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the part I think that hurts most because right now, obviously, there's there's Lyft, there's Uber, there's Mirrors, there's you know multiple other options. But regardless of which of those you use, none of them are you know taking your luggage to your room, and mm-hmm. I, I miss that so much. I also miss the way back checking in, having them. I, I miss that. That that was that was my favorite aspect of it. I right. think so. We didn't know. I mean, yeah. when you think I, about that, I mean, it's it. it I, I can't believe we're that far removed from it at this point that, you know, the fact is we didn't know how good we had it. But I mean, when you think about it, the fact that you drop your luggage, like for me, I dropped my luggage in St. Louis at Lambert airport when I checked in for my flight at Southwest. And the next time I would see my luggage would be in my room at Coronado Springs if I was staying there. And then at the, in the, at the end of the trip, you know, on the morning I was leaving, I would just take my luggage to the front desk, you know, basically to that little check-in area right outside the hotel there at Coronado and just give it to those people. And I wouldn't see my luggage again until I was back home getting it off the carousel at Lambert. Like that was, I mean, you talk about Disney magic. That was a magical system. I mean, the logistics of it all were so easy on the guests. It was, it was incredible, but we took, I mean, I took it for granted. Like I just, I, I didn't think anything of it, but man, to bring that back would be remarkable. That would be so great. Yeah, I agree, because there were just so many things that it it feels like at this point it was 10 years ago or longer, but it was only just a few years ago that I feel really made the Walt Disney World experience unique. I mean, unique beyond, I mean, there's some obvious things, right? Like, we all know there's something special about the smells and the sounds and the attractions and the cast members, but the little details of what was included in your stay at Disney versus staying 
almost anywhere else in the world, like what we're talking about right now, or like, you know, how much I love the old fast pass system. So not going to go down that rabbit hole today because we've done that before, but still miss it. But, but, and this luggage delivery, I mean, those were certain things that I think for a lot of, um, I mean, certainly for people like us that love Disney and, you know, the Disney magic, but I think for families, I mean, it's something that brings you back because, it, it it sounds like I'm oversimplifying it, but like beyond the magic of, you know, of course your your child seeing Mickey and, and all that, but it's like, Hey, it's kind of nice to maybe have a family trip. I can imagine where it's like, Hey, our luggage is being delivered to the room and Hey, we have guaranteed fast passes and Hey, we have this man, we have that. Like it makes things like it, it's a premium. It was always been, you know, an expensive vacation, but you had a lot of things included that made it special versus going to, you know, certain other places throughout the country or the world. It was, it was the Disney difference is exactly what it was. Yeah. You know, and here, here's the thing though, you know, kind of wrap, cause you, you brought up a lot of great points, but wrapping that up is what I would say is that over the last week I have felt that things are trending in the right direction. You know, like I, I feel yeah. like, you know, like it or not, there was a, there was a fervor to remove harmonious, you know, this, for the most part, people did not like this show. And People wanted happily ever after back. There was a movement for that. There was, you know, self-parking was something they could have just left as is, but they're, you know, they're giving that yeah. back. That's not like it's, I mean, it's not like it's a goodwill gesture, but it kind of is like, you know, they're at, at least I feel like it's, it's moving in the right direction. Now, will that momentum keep moving? Because again, they got to make money and they're going to try to, you know, maximize, maximize profits. Like you said, will we get annual pass sales back? That would be a goodwill gesture because people want, that's something we used to have that people like, you know, Magical Express, things like that. So, but we're moving in the right direction. So, you know, for the first time in a while, I'm feeling a lot more optimistic than I was six months ago. A lot more optimistic. Right. And, and these types of things are extremely important. Like, I mean, it's just, I I mean, if I'm being honest, I always kind of have this hat on, but, but to just, I, I would say really put my marketing in the media industry, TV industry had on. I mean, these kinds of things are really important because yes, like obviously, you know, at a media conglomerate, you know, you're making decisions that need to drive profit, but you, you also want to keep the guests happy. I mean, there are certain things that Disney has been doing recently like that, like bringing the parking back or even, I'm sure you saw this, um, there was the letter that was from um, Bob Iger to, um, to Walt Disney fans. Like, and obviously, I mean, you know, I, you know, I don't want to like ruin the magic too much for people, but I mean, people can cover their ears if they want, but you know, obviously like, you know, the person in marketing is writing this letter. Like I, I write these types of letters and stuff, but you know, it's what it symbolizes, you know, like it's what it symbolizes. That's like, okay, this goodwill gesture to our fans, to the community to show that we care. Like, and things like that really do go a long way and are important um, for running the company. And you have to kind of balance that with, you know, obviously driving profits. So it is nice to see things like that happening because it is important to tune into the community, whether it's you're a small business owner, you know, in a, right. in a small town or right. you're a media conglomerate, like you, you really, you have to balance that. Right. Um, for sure. I mean, because I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we could talk about this forever and, and you know, we'll, we could carry this on next week, but you know, Walt Disney started the company, you know, years, a hundred years ago, we're celebrating hundred years of Walt Disney, you know, the company. And the thing is, you know, Disney fans are a different breed. You know, there, there are very passionate fans for certain products like Apple, you know, has very passionate fans. I'm an Apple fan, you know, and I listen to, I mean, there's podcasts about Apple products. I listen to one 
And but the thing is, I think as a fan of a certain fandom, the main thing you want is to be appreciated. You know what? And all it takes is a letter like that. You know what I'm saying? It just takes, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate you being a fan, you know, and I hear you and I hear your concerns. And this is where we're going to work together to make this the best dang company we can make it. You know, not everything can happen, but we hear you and we appreciate you. And we're going to work to make this a great co- That's all I need to know. That keeps me in. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it felt like. Yeah. For a little bit there, you know, and I mean, I, I make my living, you know, surrounded with Disney, the podcast, travel agent, everything. But the thing is, I mean, I, I just felt like I, I just wasn't heard, you know, like I just felt like I love the company, but do they, you know, do they love me back, you know, at all? Do they care? Yep. And I, you know, do they or not right now? I don't know, but I feel a lot more like they do now than they did, you know? So I, yeah. I, I feel more, it got a little bit more love for the company in my heart now than I did six months ago. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think Scott's ears are burning because yeah, uh, he house. hopped into the chat I saw. Yeah, he did. But speaking of Scott, I, I do like Scott's idea that he mentioned a few times of like if they could do some sort of like resort loyalty stay program or it was like totally. anything like that. Like that would be really great if that's ever in the cards um, one day. But, you know, we'll see. But yeah, like you said, I, I've been liking some of these things lately and those things make a big difference. Um, still running, but I'm still, I'm still running. My gosh, you can tell I'm still tired from last weekend. Um, but I'm still on the, on the half marathon, uh, high that I had. Cause I mean, as you know, I mean that I, I was pretty nervous that, that night before, um, when, you know, we, we were like all having dinner and stuff, but you know, I, I took five months off. I had to take five months off. Wasn't by choice for the health issues. And somehow, like I told you, I, I PR'd my half marathon. So this is not advice to the community to take five months off to run your fastest half or marathon, but that's that's what happened to me this year. So, you know, things can happen. You know, momentum of the race and all that and the magic of Disney. And and also, it was great uh, running with Brooke. I, I felt great to, like, you know, that was her first half marathon. I was glad I could run that with her and hopefully inspire her. I put on my Monica Geller hat of, like, let some friends reference there of, like, 3030s, we're going to do this. But, yeah, it was a great, great time. Hey, it's all about the team and it was great hanging with you and, uh, we'll talk. I appreciate you calling in. It's great to relive all these memories. So, uh, you have a good week and congratulations on that half and that PR. And hopefully I can get a PR at princess here in about a month. I'm going to, I'm going to take some time off right before the races myself so yeah. I can turn it. Okay. Burn. Sounds we'll see good. What happens. All right, Marlissa, you have a good week. Take I'll, care I'll of New York. You there. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right. Well, that is going to do it. Scotty G is in the chat right now. So hello to Scott. He is, uh, he said he had a, a meal tonight with a bunch of lizards or, uh, sorry, not lizards, but be our guest podcast listeners up in Southern Michigan, I guess, right on the banks of Lake Michigan, as I can see him on five, my friends, that's awesome that he got to have dinner with some, uh, listeners of the show. God, that makes me so happy. I, let me just tell you this as we wrap up this live call and show. And I, and I apologize if you're not a runner tonight, the, the marathon weekend kind of took over and I, you know, hope you can just hang with us and you know, the shows this week are not all going to be about marathon weekend. I promise you that we're going to talk about all these changes and what these mean to our future vacations and how we can, you know, how should we react to all this stuff? What's Tron going to add to our touring plan at the magic kingdom? Uh, what does that mean overall? You know, what about self-parking? Is that going to change? Are you going to run a car now? Are you going to look at, you know, different ways to get around? We're going to talk about all these changes on this week's shows on Friday. But 
What makes me happy is that we have this community. We don't just have a podcast. We have friends. We have a family. We have folks that care for each other. You see that really with our lizards, with the running team. And I think that's why so many people call in because running is a difficult sport. It's not easy. You know, it, it, it pushes your lungs to the maximum, it pushes your muscles, uh, pushes your mind. And it really challenges you in many, many ways. And to have friends out there who are supporting you, who are helping you go through these difficult times together, it bonds you really quickly and really strongly. And we see that over Marathon Weekend and Princess Weekend and Spring Surprise and Wine and Dine and folks that are lucky enough to live in the same towns that go on their training runs together. But I think that's why it's so cool when listeners get together and make real friendships in real life. And I've made some of my best friends, you know, Scotty G's my best bud, you know, like I met him because of the podcast. And I'm just so lucky that we get to have these conversations three, four, five times a week and that you guys take the time to listen to the show and call in on Sunday nights. Because it's just like, it's like a big family meeting. And I just, I want you to know, I appreciate you so much. And just like, you know, folks called in tonight, folks that were working the water stand at mile 20 gave me a shout out, help me get to the finish line last Sunday. You know, other, other listeners that were on the other side of the road on animal kingdom, that was a terrible stretch of the race. I mean, a terrible stretch of the race, but they, you know, yelled at me, you can make it. It was amazing. And it's just, uh, we are very blessed. I'm very blessed to be a part of this show and to be able to do what I do. And I just thank you because I couldn't do it without you and hope we can always hang in and have this community together. Cause it means a lot to me. All right, let's get to all the mushy stuff. <laughs> all right. So don't forget our show is always brought to you by the magic for less travel. I'm ready. I'm back. I'm ready to help you plan a great vacation to a Disney destination. You ready to go? Let's go to Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line adventures by Disney. I can help you book it all. Just swing by the magic for less.com. Fill out the quote form with as much information as you have names, uh, possible dates. We can always change those if you need to names of the guests, ages of the kids, and uh, we'll get you a quote put together right away. Then we can see what that costs, what that availability looks like and modify as needed. And then we'll get you set up with that great vacation and you'll be making the memories we could talk about here on the show. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a special thank you, a huge thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys support us each and every month and really it pays the bills for everything we do here on the show. Couldn't do it without you. You guys are special and you really help us keep everything going. Our patrons also get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. It usually comes out every Tuesday. So if you'd like to get in on that, come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. Lots of photos there for Marathon Weekend. Instagram at be our guest Mike. Same thing on uh, Twitter, be our guest Mike. Coming over there. And of course, next Sunday night, Scotty G will be back. And we'll get his take on Marathon Weekend as well. We'll be taking your calls. We'd love to talk to you. So make it a point. Join us next Sunday night here on Facebook or YouTube, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be taking your calls. All right, we're going to have some great shows this week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Pam and Ricky are going to join me. Scott may hop in as well. We'll see how it goes. And uh, we'll have a great week. So until we get together again, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.